You're listening to the Take Imperfect Action Podcast, and if you currently have something to sell, but it is, well, not making any sales, then today's episode is for you because I'm going to be walking you through several troubleshooting tips to help you go from crickets to not crickets. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Take Imperfect Action Podcast. My name's Allison and I've been running my own businesses full-time for the last 10 years, which has allowed me to up-level my life, my finances, and my mindset, and it all happened by taking imperfect action. My goal with this podcast is to help you step outside of your comfort zone by giving you specific action steps that you can take that'll grow your online business and positively impact your life. I love giving you the steps, the strategies, and the kick in the pants that you need to get growing in the right direction. So if you're looking to leave your perfectionism at the door in order to make a much bigger impact, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for being here. Now let the fun begin. Hello friends, it is Allison from Wonderlast.com. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I am truly honored to be a flowing into your eardrums. Seriously, it's not something that I take lightly. I genuinely appreciate you being here. I'm so honored that you have chosen to listen on your drive or on your walk or while you're doing chores or whatever the heck you're doing right now. I am honored to be with you in spirit and in audio um, chatting with you. And today I'm really excited because I wanted to pop on and walk you through a few things that you can do if you're currently trying to sell something but you're not making any sales. Oh, the worst. I've been there. I know a lot of us have at one point or another, if you're an entrepreneur trying to create things and sell things, it's inevitable at some point that you're gonna hear the old crickets. So, you know, just know that you're not alone. But it is important, of course, for obvious reasons to get past that cricket phase as quickly as possible because your business needs revenue. Ultimately, it needs revenue if it wants to, you know, keep running. So today I want to walk you through three troubleshooting tips that you can go through if that is you right now. If you have something to sell and you're like, this is amazing, what the heck, why isn't my audience buying it? These are the steps that I want you to take. So let us just dive right on in because you know I don't like to beat around the bush. Okay. Number one, troubleshooting tip number one, if you're currently not making any sales, is to ask yourself, is this something that my audience actually wants? Because let me tell you, it is an uphill battle trying to consistently sell something that your audience doesn't actually want. So did you adequately validate your idea before you created it to make sure it's something that your audience really wants? Or did you just come up with something that you thought sounded really cool and that you thought people wanted. Because by the way, I've totally been there, so just not shaming you, just we don't, I've been there, I've, I've done that. But you don't want to guess when it comes to figuring out what your audience wants. <laughs> there should be no guesswork involved. You wanna get an idea of what they want directly from their mouths, and then you want to further validate that idea by making sure that it's also something that they're willing to pay for, because a lot of times people will say, oh yeah, this is something that I want, but that doesn't mean that they're necessarily willing to pay for that. So it's really important to not just 
know exactly what they want, but to make sure that it's also something that they're willing to pay for. And you might know this about, about me already, especially if you're a student inside of my program, The Complete Online Business Blueprint, because I'm like a broken record. But I think that the number one best way to validate something is to do a pre-sale before you actually create it. Because not only does this validate the idea to see if it's something that people are actually interested in and something that they actually want, but it also validates that it's an idea your audience is willing to spend money on because they're willing to spend money on it before you actually create it, before you put any time or energy or money creating your thing, people are willing to put an investment in whatever it is that you're creating. So I think it's the number one best way to validate anything. So if you didn't properly validate your idea first, which it's okay, just make sure to validate the next idea that you create, preferably with a pre-sale, then if you didn't properly validate your idea first, then go back to the old drawing board and do a little market research to see if your offer is something that you can simply tweak because maybe it's just a matter of it just needs a couple extra bells and whistles or you just need to rearrange some things or maybe you just need to reposition it. You need to communicate it in a completely different way. Maybe how you're communicating it isn't resonating with your audience, but do a little market research because you might just need to do some tweaking or repositioning. But after your research, if you discover it's not something that your audience actually wants, then you might need to scrap it all together so that you can start fresh. So do that if you're not, if you had, if you didn't validate your idea. Now, if you know for a fact that it's something that your audience wants, i.e. you've heard it directly from their pie holes and or you successfully validated the idea before you created it, then move on to a troubleshooting tip, a number two, and that is to look at how many people are actually seeing your offer. Because if you just slap something up onto your website, but your website has essentially got tumbleweeds blowing through it because hardly anyone is actually going there, then that's gonna have a direct impact on your number of sales or lack of sales. Or if you sent an email to your email list inviting them to check out your amazing offer, but very few people actually opened that email in the first place, then that too is gonna have a direct impact on your bottom line. So the bottom line is that you need to check the actual numbers to get an idea of how many people are actually seeing your thing. You wanna check your website traffic, check the traffic to your sales page, check uh, how many people actually opened your email because sometimes things are better than you think. For example, let's say that you do a promotion and you send your email list of 1,000 people a series of five emails, five promotional emails. But at the end of those five emails, you are disappointed to see that only 10 people bought. So you're disappointed because out of 1,000 people, only 10 people took you up on your offer to buy your totally amazing, no-brainer of a thing. But wait. Was it really out of a thousand people? Because even though you might have technically had a thousand people on your email list, not all of those people actually saw your emails. The average open rate for many people is around 25%, and that's actually a really good open rate depending on your industry, which means that only around 250 people actually saw your emails and went through the promotion. And that means that your sales conversion rate 
would have been 4%. Why? Because we're not basing it on the 1,000 people on your email list or the 750 people that didn't open your emails. We're basing it only on the people who actually saw the promotion, who actually saw your offer. And 4% is not too shabby. Depending on what you're selling, the average conversion rate in general is anywhere between three to 10%. So if you're not also looking at the numbers correctly, if you're not basing it on the number of people who actually saw your thing, then you might be setting yourself up for unnecessary disappointment because in reality, they might actually be really good. Your results might actually be quite delightful. But I digress. If you're currently, this assumes that you made a couple sales. If you're currently not making any sales, then again, look at how many people are actually seeing your offer, how many eyeballs are getting on it. If less than 100 people have seen it, then you just need to get more eyeballs on it. Get more traffic to your site. Up your marketing efforts. Shout it from the mountaintops. Most people are not properly marketing what they have nearly enough. And by the way, if you are afraid of shouting your thing from the mountaintops because you're afraid of being salesy, then be sure to check out episode number six because I talk all about how to get over your fear of selling so that you can make more sales. But back to what I was saying, if less than 100 people have seen it, then you just need to get more eyeballs on it. Get more eyeballs on it, then see what happens. But if more than 100 people have seen your offer and you haven't made a single bloody sale, then you should move on to troubleship, troubleship, troubleshooting tip. I can't talk today. I say that every episode. Let's just face it. I can't talk in general half the time. (laughs) Okay, move on to troubleshooting tip number three. Get direct feedback from your audience. Oh man, getting feedback regularly on just about everything in your business is so important. And if you're currently selling a thing that you think is awesome, but no one's buying, then you for sure need to get feedback about it ASAP. Send people, and not just any people, send your dream customer, aka the person who your thing is made for, send those people to your sales page and ask for feedback. Is it confusing? Uh, Is the value of what you're selling clear? Is how to buy it clear? And just a little side note on getting feedback, don't just say, hey, can I get some feedback on my sales page? Because that's a really broad request. And most people, if you just ask for feedback, they're not gonna really know what specifically you want feedback on. So to get better feedback, give people a couple of specific things that you want feedback on. Like for example, is the page or offer confusing? Is the value of what I'm selling clear? Is how to buy it clear? What's stopping you from making the purchase? Literally just ask them, what is stopping them from making the purchase? And then take that feedback and treat it as gold because that is what constructive feedback from your dream customer is. It is gold. I just spent a fortune on a lovely 24 karat feedback bracelet to wear to the gala tonight. (laughs) Okay, not literally gold, but you get what I'm saying. It is figuratively gold. It, it, it's gold. And hot tip, 
If the main response that you're getting from your feedback is that people can't afford your thing slash they don't want to spend money on your thing, then that means that people aren't seeing enough value in what you're selling. Like sure, for some people that might genuinely be a reason. They might genuinely not be able to afford it. But for the vast majority of people, when they say, I don't want to spend the money, then that means they don't see the value in your offer. They don't see how it's how the value isn't outweighing the cost. So how can you clearly communicate the value of what your amazing thing is gonna do for them? You need to take all of the direct feedback that you get and tweak your thing accordingly. Maybe you just need better communication on your sales page. Maybe your sales page is just confusing. Maybe it's not really uh, showing the value or communicating really what it is or who it's for or where to buy it. Or maybe you just need to make a few tweaks to the offer itself. Maybe you need to add a few extra bells and whistles or something that's gonna make it a no-brainer. Or maybe you just need to offer something as simple as a payment plan option. Maybe the big payment, the one big payment that you're offering is out of your dream customer's budget. But maybe if you offered them a payment plan, that would help them to be able to make the purchase. But you'll know what needs tweaking when you get the feedback. That's the beauty of it. You can make these tweaks and changes, not blindly, but based directly on the feedback from your dream customer. And there you have it. Three quick and powerful troubleshooting tips to help you start making more sales. So here's a quickie recap. If you're trying to sell something and it is currently not making any sales or hardly any sales, then number one, ask yourself if it's something that your audience actually wants and take the necessary steps. Number two, find out how many people are actually seeing your offer in the first place. If it's less than 100, you need more eyeballs. If it's more than 100, then you need to move on to troubleshooting tip number three and get direct feedback from your audience, making sure that you're getting the feedback from the right people, not just your family or friends who have nothing to do with your offer. Get it from the right people, treat that feedback as gold and make the necessary tweaks and then test it again. You can do it. Put your mad scientist cap on. Treat this as a game. Literally treat it as a game. Get curious. Get excited. You can totally do it. Okay, now that I'm getting all pumped, it, you know it is time to take action. I've only got one action step that I want you to take today and you can take it in 20 minutes or less. Set a timer for 20 minutes and sit your butt down and start going through the three-step troubleshooting workflow that we literally just covered by beginning with step number one and asking yourself, is this something that my audience actually wants? and dedicate 20 minutes to working through the workflow. And depending on what comes up for you, schedule some time in your calendar in the next seven days to start taking any necessary steps. Like maybe you realized step number one that you didn't actually validate your idea, so your step would then to be to go in and schedule a time to do some market research, or maybe you found out that step number two, not enough people are seeing your thing. So schedule some time in your calendar to get more people to your offer, get it in front of more eyeballs, and then, or if step number three, you're getting people to your page, but people are seeing your thing, but people aren't buying, then get that feedback. So take the necessary steps, spend about 20 minutes today 
sitting down, working through that workflow, and then set aside a specific time that you're going to take the necessary steps. Make the time. This is a top priority, or this should be a top priority for your business. If you're currently not making any sales, this is something that you for sure want to prioritize above anything else. So don't go on Pinterest. Don't make more graphics. Don't tweak your website for the hundredth time. Make this a top priority and actually get it on the calendar. You can do it. And that is it. I hope you found these tips helpful. Take it one step at a time. Go through the workflow. Take the necessary steps. You got this. Have a wondrous day. You are, of course, amazing. You know this. And if you don't, well, now you do. You're freaking amazing. And I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode, then I would really appreciate you letting me know by taking a second to leave me a review on iTunes because your reviews helps my podcast get seen by more people, which allows me to keep the good stuff coming. And if you aren't already following me on social media, then you can get extra tips and inspiration over on Instagram by searching at Wonderlast or by visiting my website, wonderlast.com. You are freaking awesome, and I am so excited to connect with you more in the next episode. In the meantime, go forth and kick some butt.